episode two of Persona Non Grata. I'm Alan Ibrahim, and I'm joined as always by my favorite confidant, Ryan Prasad. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm ready to talk about some more Persona. It has been a minute. Oh, God, yeah. and we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we took a little bit of time off, and then we just both pretty much plowed through the second dungeon uh, real quick, and uh, we yep. have a lot of thoughts about Madarame and Yusuke and um, this game's handling of sexuality and oh. Oh, and uh, all of the social stuff. So basically, uh, for both of us, this segment of the show was broken up pretty much 50% of us just going right through the dungeon and then a little over actually 50% of just hanging out with friends. Yeah. Which is so we and so we should good. also say that the date we are on right now, the date we stopped at is six eight, which is right before the first sort of school trip. The the T V station field trip. Yes. Yep. So we both got to the evening of six eight where basically all of the gang text each other and they're like, We're gonna uh go to a field trip. I'm excited. Maybe we'll find a celebrity there. I think they right. will. Maybe. Uh hopefully. Uh, they they showed a picture um, in the interrogation flash forward of the person, and I didn't. It wasn't very clear, but it looked like mm-hmm. some big dude, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot happened in this last segment. Uh, the plot accelerated dramatically. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of different players. We have more flash forwards. We have uh, a new character, a new party character. Um, do you want to start right. by talking about that? Sure. Is it Yusuke is his name? Yes, Yusuke or right. something. Um I like him, I guess. I don't know. There's not a whole lot to grab grasp onto right now. Uh we don't have the social link yet, unless I'm doing something wrong. We <laughs> haven't really gotten a chance to get a social link. But maybe like I haven't seen him at school. Maybe you can activate it somehow at school. Um but I guess the big problem with him is the queer baiting stuff Ugh. Um, Ugh. that they do during like the on stuff, which is really annoying. Um, I know I <laughs> I knew that the game was going to do that, but it's still really annoying. Um, I I liked his like arc in the dungeon. Okay, I mean it was it didn't really didn't hit me at all. Relative to like the Kamashita stuff, and the Kamashita stuff didn't really affect me at all. But like, in terms of like impact on the overall story, um, it just didn't do a lot. But I don't think he's a bad character per se. Yeah, I overall the the main like Madarami plot with along with Yusuke felt like the second chapter of a long book, which in right. a way it's that's what it is. It's a part of a long text because the first one is like very high stakes related to us. This is a big deal for us. Yes. And so the way that you like open up the whole use case stuff is you start going to mementos, which we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. And you find out that there's a guy named Madarame who's potentially been abusing his art students. And uh, you go to like his art show and that part's pretty fun. And then uh, you meet Yusuke, who's his main protege. And we realize later is his only protege because everyone else fucking left, Mm -hmm. which is uh, funny to, to learn about. And uh, Madarame turns out uh, very famous artist in Japan, very successful, uh, po- did this very f- famous specific painting. I cannot remember the name of it, but it's a woman's name. It was the Sayuri. Sayuri, yes. Uh, I really like that when you talk about it later. You're like, what's the point of this name? And they're like, it's nothing. It's just a mystery name. Like, it, it's not a right. real person's name. Yep. 
uh, he he supposedly painted this Sairi painting that's garnered a lot of attention. And uh, you go into his dungeon because you think, wait a minute, this guy, not very cool. Seems like he's probably a bad person. Um, seems like he's kind of abusive to his pupils. And uh, through that, you end up meeting Yusuke. And he falls into the dungeon with you and gets his own persona. I love... Okay, so Yusuke is adorable. Yusuke is like very cute. Mm-hmm. And that's why it bums me out as well that the whole queer rating thing is persistent. Is because the first mm-hmm. like half of the main story plot with this arc is uh, Yusuke and on weird sexual awkwardness. Yeah, the setup for this dungeon was terrible. You're like getting her to go to like do posing and like. Right. Uh, so well, the whole thing her. is like she's going to pose nude for him. Right, and and then yeah. there's that scene where she wears like all like all the jackets, thousands, all like all the clothes and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's just that's like it's such an it's such a shitty way to like start a new plot. It's like oh, also here's this guy right. who like check it. What if we made? What if we? It very much feels like they're forcing her to do that stuff, and there's like she has no yeah. She that's like the point. If she has no say in it, and she's like I don't yeah. want to have to pose nude. This is stupid. Like For she's sure. she gets it, but gets to the point where like you have this overlong very awkward scene where um she's like running around the house um uh trying to get away from from yusuke and he's like no i'm like i'm gonna paint you and like no this is awkward but right like you said they don't like they keep hinting at like him going i don't actually want to see her naked like i don't care about the female human body i that's not what i'm into it's like but oh yusuke you're allowed to like boys it's fine or not. I don't care. Just <laughs> don't like hint at it. That's exactly like the, it's like textbook queer baiting, like mm-hmm. saying it without saying it. And they don't even do it just well, yeah. with him. Right. Like, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? I sent you a picture right before this, uh, where even like Ryuji, like this is a persistent yeah. joke in this game is right. Like tough it's guys are also maybe gay. Yeah. Basically the game going no homo over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is like, uh, for, Ryuji, um, I feel like that's more playful for Yusuke. I feel like that's more a part of his character. He's kind of angled towards like the kanji, <laughs> kanji like how kanji was handled in that sort of way. Yeah, um, yeah. At least they had the guts. They had guts status stat of three to have kanji be. Is kanji can- kanji is canonically gay? Correct. Um, oh. well, no, because he likes Naoto, oh, right. who is trans, but then through uh, the great storytelling of Persona 4, uh, realizes that she, or he, you know, was meant to be a woman, and she doesn't have to hide her gender, uh. or, like, accepts, or accepts her gender, uh, even though she, uh, he's clearly trans, so... <laughs> <laughs> like the most trance. Uh so they wow, they really just backed out of it even there. Great, great work. Everyone yeah. involved. Um But hey, if yeah. you wanna do your own canon, like you could say that kanji's bi, which is fine. Yeah, totally works. Um and the thing is with like Yusuke, like you said, since there's no social link and no yet one on one conversation with him, uh all we like get from his personality is A that stuff and B like his persona and his attitude in um in the in the palaces uh because he's got this like very chic like almost like a a dancer's outfit with a very cool like sleek mask i like the outfit and he's got this like ice battler uh persona 
which right from a combat perspective is fun because like you have Ryuji who's mostly physical but does a couple of magic things on who's all magic uh and then you have uh Yusuke who's like half and half and yeah. so he was fun to use early on and I like he just like they're eventually gonna run out of guns to give all of our player characters <laughs> he just has an uzi that's his thing or it's like an assault <laughs> rifle <laughs> Yeah. I can't wait till we um, get like a sniper. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. The fucking Widowmaker. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> um, wait a minute. Uh I do like the persona designs a lot, like for all the individual characters. I think those are fun. Right. They that is the most like you get like some fun subtle character building from what their persona yeah. looks like. Because it's supposed to be like a manifestation of their like mm-hmm. inner self, greatest desires, etc. And you know weirdly in my game i at least learned the most about captain kid because i had like a stretch of three days during the social half of this where it was like i read a book about captain kid on the train then the lecture in class was about captain kid and then ryuji leveled up his social link the next day and was talking about captain kid and i was like i don't care about this stupid pirate i don't give a shit they have a quiz question uh in one of the classes that's like who is the pirate that like died and promised all the treasure? <laughs> and I was like, wait, is this a funny One Piece reference? No, oh no, it's not. Oh, it's just Captain Kid. Okay, yeah, great. I didn't realize that was a reference to his persona. That's great. Everything. That's, yeah, exactly. That's really dumb. That's that's wonderful. The game's like weirdly obsessed with this pirate who's maybe a real historical figure, but maybe not. Because <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. uh, after so okay, let's just let's talk. Finish talking about the Madarami Dungeon. Sure. Um. It's an art museum, which means yeah. that you get some cool, like, going into security rooms, and you're spending a lot of it, like, turning off lasers. Um, I find that stuff kind of fun at first, just because it's, like, requires you to have timing. Like, you can't just, like, yeah. run around holding L1 and uh, getting through the whole dungeon. You have to, like, stop and wait and see if there are lasers to jump over, or else you're going to pop the security alarm. Um, yeah, it got really tedious after a while, though. Yeah, I feel like that dungeon lost its... Uh, fun pretty much right after the break so in the first dungeon if you are good enough or if you're like us and you're playing on easy which by the way i have switched the game difficulty down to easy um at full disclosure i'm doing like the you're doing the very that's lower than easy yeah it's like the i think they it's like it's like the equivalent of the story mode i don't i forget what they call it specifically but yeah yeah my my difficulty at this point is like you're gonna get hit but you're not gonna die which is nice i like that um, yes, there was a specific moment nice. that led to me doing that, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, mm. basically, JRPG game difficulties are unnecessary in 2017 because all it means is they turn all the numbers up and then back down. So, like on extremely hard, I've seen YouTube videos of this. You just do a ton of damage, but the enemy also can do a ton of damage. So right. every fight well, is a fight for your life. You know? Hey, I don't mind it for people who want that difficulty. Yeah. that's not why I'm playing this game. So. The other part of the reason that I switched it down was like, I don't want to work my social links around combat. I want to work my social links around who's interesting to hang out with. Um, right. Because if I'm getting, if I'm only leveling up Ryuji because I want his thing where he can help you do uh, negotiations, I don't care. Ryuji's like right. my least favorite. Um, but anyways, you, uh, because we're playing on easy, we finished the dungeon like a day and then mm-hmm. it stops you and it's like, no, you don't finish this right now. Hold on. Right. You, here's a halfway point. Here's like a laser wall. You have to do something in the real world to, to turn that laser wall right. off. 
which I hope that great. doesn't become a crutch because there's something about just completing a dungeon in one go that I find really satisfying. Like I get why I get it. It makes sense from a story perspective, but uh I hope they don't use that too much. I can see them doing it. Who knows? It's it's just exactly. It's an artificial way to inflate the length of the dungeon cuz like it's really it's like it doesn't even feel like half. Or, like I think the second half is longer right. to be honest with you. Yeah. Or if you're going to do it, make it around a sequence that's interesting or good instead of on refusing to pose naked for Yusuke, which is just really annoying. And Morgana's just running around the house freaking out. And you're just like, please, I'm just I'm like, literally, I was literally like thumbing through that dialogue, not even reading all of it because I was so tired of it. I'm like, Ugh, I get it. Yeah, Whatever. pretty just, much. Yeah, just go. So you go out, you do that whole thing, then you sleep for the night, you come back the next day, the door is open, and the second half of the dungeon opens up, which is more of a, like, instead of it just being, like, paintings and stuff, you're actually going around, like, scaffolding and and turning off different uh, security rooms and stuff, and some of the enemy encounters were fun, but I don't really, none of them are, like, particularly memorable. I feel like there were Mm -hmm. fewer personas in this dungeon than the previous one, I might be wrong. Yeah, um, or that, or either that, or like less ones that I was really interested in getting. Yeah, definitely. All the stuff I've used so far is cool, but the stuff that's in the dungeons is like not that big of a deal. Well, yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> you go into a dungeon, you like that first dungeon, and you see Jack Frost, and you're just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get Jack Frost." <laughs> and that moment really hasn't happened yet for me. I, don't know. I ended up fusing a Jack Frost, and I don't want to get rid of it, but it fuses into really good things, and I'm like, "But." Yeah. Uh, Oh, also briefly, gameplay-wise, they do introduce in the second half the treasure monsters, which is like if you right. open a treasure chest every like one out of ten times, it becomes a, a orb that you have to chase, which is really awkward. And then you fight it, and it's just it's like an Abra in Pokemon where it's just designed to run away, but if you kill it fast enough, then it uh, right. either it gives you a ton of XP and money, or if you capture it, it's like an incredibly useful persona. So either way is like very smart. Huh. I didn't know it was a persona. Okay. Yeah, I I thought the game just said, "Hey, if you kill this, you'll get a ton of money and experience." I I, I captured one, and mm. it has the AOE version of every single element. What? It has Mazio, Maragi, Ma Bufu, uh, Magaru. It has all of them oh, and Medea. Wow. And it's like, wait a minute, this is amazing. That. <laughs> so now my main character has like a an AOE destroyer, basically. Wow. I'm gonna need to I'd take note of that because I because in Persona Four you couldn't capture Persona you just fought that thing and got all the money right uh, exactly so the negotiation yeah, thing adds a lot of options that's interesting um and I, I will also say like the negotiation tactic the whole mechanic of you need to listen to the, what they're saying and respond to it again really cool in theory but really just leads mm-hmm. to me wanting to look things up I'm mm-hmm. like I don't I'm failing this because I guessed wrong and like. Sometimes yeah. their personality doesn't make sense because it's only one of two things. It's either very obvious or it's the opposite of very obvious. It's in- <laughs> intentionally obtuse. Yeah. Like, this is a mean, grumpy fire demon. It wants to be flirted with. Okay. Or this one's, like, mm-hmm. a nice pixie, but it wants to be insulted. Like, oh, it's, you know, they're either one or the other. Right. There might be, I think, I don't know what social link it was, but there was one that was, like, seemed to maybe make that stuff a little easier if you level up a certain social link? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think all of the main party members eventually at rank 4 or 5 like have a... Uh, or no, no, no. No, you're right. You know which one does this, makes the speech easier? It's the it's Bernie Sanders. 
Yeah, the politician. <laughs> we'll, right, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Okay, let's finish talking about this dungeon. Yeah. So you go through some scaffolding. You turn off some lights. You you finally get to the cool part, which is the one interesting mechanic of this dungeon, which is you jump through paintings, um, right. which is like cool in concept because it's very like, like <laughs> we're saying you're saying that a lot this episode, huh? Cool in concept. Yeah, <laughs> I really am. There's a lot of stuff in this dungeon that you're like, oh, that's neat, or like this story. Uh, quirk is like interesting. Oh, it's not going anywhere. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, that painting puzzle was really tedious and like, okay, I get that there's multiple exits, but you that just do it once and that's fine. Don't do the multiple exits thing three times. That's come on. You're like backtracking in the same room for like 15 minutes, yes. and if you fail, you have yeah. to fight this annoying hard enemy, and it sucks. Yep. Um, but it's so like again, it it looks cool, which this game has yeah. so much style and it continues to. Where you're like going through a desert and then you transition to a mountain and now you're in like the snowy peaks and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't want to like go back, r- turn around, loop the room again, and then finally get the right path to just let me go up, let me go forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. This fucking game wants to like occasionally feels like it really just wants to waste your time, and that bums me out. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, you get to a couple of hard rooms. And this is basically the point where I turned the game down to easy because you hit a long stretch where there's no safe room. Uh, and then you have to just make a couple more leaps and bounds to get to the treasure. And again, I made the same mistake I made in the first dungeon where one fight was a little bit hard. Uh, so then I skipped the next fight, tried running past the enemy, got ambushed, and then got killed during the ambush. I'm like, mm. well... This sucks. I was like two feet. I could like see the treasure. I was right there. And then it looped me back. Uh, and then when I turned it down to easy, nothing could hurt me. So it's like, well, right. that's fine. And uh, you get the treasure and uh, Morgana's like very excited about it. And he's like, oh man, what could this be? Let's open it up. The whole the whole place is going to fall apart. We send the calling card. Uh, you send the calling card. You get, a, you get a day off. And then Madarame finds out. You do the whole like mission impossible uh zip line down to turn off the lights to steal the thing mm-hmm. modern finds out in an outside of the dungeon he turns into his boss form which is uh something out of like a weird um uh what's the band what's like a nine inch nails video or something mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a tool video where it's just like a painting <laughs> of an eye another painting of an eye a painting of a right. nose and a mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very metal cover yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and what did you think of that fight? did you like that fight conceptually um sure <laughs> i mean uh, the gameplay is so arbitrary to me because i'm playing it on the easiest possible difficulty so it's i like cons- it's fine i don't know it's paintings they're different paintings they do different stuff they revive it felt like a typical Persona boss in that way in terms of gameplay loop. Right. There isn't much they can do with uh, you have to fight five parts of an enemy, which is the same thing as the Kamoshida fight. Uh, I do like that. I I like subbed out um, Ryuji for most of his dungeon because I wanted to hang out with Yusuke. And then yeah. I, subbed, I subbed Ryuji back in because I was like, oh, I'm going to need physical attacks for the eyes. I, every time I have Ryuji for a boss fight now, twice in a row, I've been like, all right, Ryuji, you go do the thing where I don't need you for the next five turns. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the fight because you saw like in I like to role play that my character doesn't care about Ryuji's safety. And he's like, dude, just just fight. Just like throw paint on him. You'll be fine. 
And he does. And then you throw paint and then it's the same thing where all of his weaknesses go away and you can knock off all the parts as long as they don't revive. Bada bing, bada bam. You beat him. You beat Kamoshida. I'm Kamoshida. Uh, <laughs> Madarame. <laughs> you also beat Kamoshida previously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it really does, though, like go pretty fast. Like this dungeon didn't feel long to me. No. And I was telling you earlier, like if this is the length of the rest of the, du- the game's dungeons, then that's very OK with me because yeah. you're in, you're out. You get the idea, you get the theme, you get to see some personas and then you're done. That is mm. as long as it needs to be. Uh, we should talk about the reveal of uh, the Sayuri. Uh, yes. The fact that Madarame stole the Sayuri from Yusuke's mother um, and painted over. So Yusuke's mother uh, painted the Sayuri for Yusuke before she died because I think she was sick, was it? Uh, and she wanted to give him something before she passed, something like that. Am I am I wrong? It's been a bit since I played. Was it. this not this uh, thing with the she was having a seizure and then he didn't stop it? Yes, you know, that was it. Because, yeah, she passed away and then she, he stole the painting, uh, painted over the child because the child was supposed to be Yusuke and then sold it. He he also painted over the child because he said it would look more mysterious if people wondered why she was looking, like, forlornly. Yeah. And so, like, all of his justification is, like, I wanted the art to look mysterious and I wanted people to, like, question it and buy it and you know try to get to buy it from me and like i want to make money he has all those like monologues even when you're jumping through the paintings about like uh art is meant to be given to people and sold to people for cash and cash is what's worth making art for and it's just like cartoon supervillain shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. i wish that uh he had more interesting things to say about like what it's like being an artist and why selling your art is like a good thing but also not like you don't make art to sell it i guess Mm-hmm. but they just kind of touch on that. I feel like that made him a little bit less multidimensional than say Kamashita, who was also just a toilet man, but like maybe in some different ways. Right. And yeah, Yusuke has his motivation right then and there. He says, Oh, you, you took me out of this painting. You ruined my life. You essentially let my mother die in front of you. Uh, again, we're presented with like the character who was affected the most has the opportunity to kill or to essentially lobotomize the, the villain. Mm-hmm. And he chooses not to. Very badass moment. Uh, and Madarame is just crying in front of him. And then they leave, right? I believe that's basically what the ha- what happens is he says, yep. you know. Oh, also, yes. plot. Uh, he mentions that, hey, if you're not going to hurt me, are you going to make sure that the guy in the black mask doesn't hurt me? Yes. And they're like, what? Who? What? Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's some good storytelling right there. Because mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute, and you know this game isn't going to let you know who that is for like 20 or more hours. <laughs> you're like, well, fuck, I could just Google it, but I'm not going to Google it. I just want to know. <laughs> yep. This is mean. Yeah. Because um, all of the stuff that happens with, uh, who's the girl that we like a lot with the short hair? Who's uh, like the... I think her name is Makoto. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, all of her plot like makes sense, even though it's happening in the background, but nothing is like hidden, except like the agendas of people. This black mask person i have no clue who that is yeah that could be anyone it could be the guy from the scene after this where uh or like the scene at the end of the time limit where it was like handsome student or something looking at the moderami that was that was uh pleasant boy pleasant boy yeah i'm i'm curious i'm please don't 
please don't misname Pleasant Boy because that is by far the best. We're not going to introduce this character name yet. Uh, placeholder in this game so far. It's great. <laughs> just this nice man, this nice little boy who's just, hey, that's weird. Wow, Matarame. Pleasant Boy. <laughs> Pleasant Boy. <laughs> He's clearly a character, and he's going to join the team. Extremely. But, he's just, but I'm not going to call him by his name. I'm just going to call him Pleasant Boy, because that's too perfect. Yeah, I might not even call him by his name when, when he has one. <laughs> Pleasant Boy is, is, is the best. Yeah. Um. So you take care of that, and then just like before, again, this game is starting to settle into a groove, which I like. Uh, you have the rest of the time to do whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> which is great. Which is great. Yeah. Um, so this brings us to the second half of our Persona Non Grata adventure this month. Uh, it's social time. You have all the time in the world to just fuck around, uh, go to the batting cages, uh, don't hang out with Mishima. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is like the contender for worst social link in this entire game. I started it just because I wanted to see what the bonuses would be. And then like rank two, he's like, girls don't like me. Maybe if I help you guys, girls will like me. And you're like, oh. all right, we should, we should just get, we should just uh, go through all the characters and their social links. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now we're, we're now we're just hanging out with people. Yeah. This is the fun part of the game. <laughs> all right. We're talking about Mishima. Let's continue. Oh my God. I hate him. <laughs> oh my God. I hate so him so garbage. much. His fucking, like, I invited girls here. I told them that I ran the Phantom Thief site. I hope we can meet up. And then they don't. And he gets sad. Like, shut up, dude. And he, like, takes money from people, too. And like, oh, we're going to, let's let's use this for lunch. You know what? And it's like, no. Why would you do that? What? what at one point. And he, like, has to, like, sit down and really think about it in front of the main character. He's like, oh, you know, people wouldn't like it if, like, politicians took money and used it for lunch. Huh. Maybe, you know, maybe the Phantom Thieves shouldn't do that. And you're like, dude, what, why are you doing this? Like, what's wrong? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you've watched Freaks and Geeks before, but the main character of Freaks and Geeks is similar to Mishima in that he starts off terrible and the show is like, a lot of it is about him realizing he's terrible. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to watch Mishima realize he's garbage. I already know that. He's gonna probably by like rank nine be like, huh? Maybe I've been ruining everything and like wasting your time as uh, as your like PR advisor and making things worse. <laughs> it's like I don't. Ca- I know that. That's it. I figured out his whole arc. Um, I don't yeah. need to like get his backstory. And that is like we were saying earlier. That's like the core of what I find interesting. The social links is like I want to know why this person is the way they are. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like you hang out with someone in real life because. Uh, you want to like learn about them and figure out what's their story bef- so that you can become better friends. Um, uh, do you have to hang out with Mishima to get the side quest, though? I don't think you have to hang out with him. I think he just can. He texts you them every once in a while, and you can talk okay. to him without hanging out with him. Okay. Because I saw an option that was like hang out with him or check requests. Okay. So you, Good. yeah, you can at least go up to him like during the day and just be like, "Hey, what are you doing? What's what's there? What are the side quests?" I need yeah. to do more of those. I missed doing that. Um, yeah. So that's Mishima. Who well, Who do you want to talk about next? All right. Let's start with Ryuji. Let's go to Ryuji next. I keep dumping time into Ryuji's dumb, dumb story mm-hmm. and nothing happens. Um, How far are you in? How many tiers? Okay. So this is a good time for me to mention. I fucked up. Okay. The reason that I'm not as far in any of the social links as anyone else should be at this point 
I forgot until like right before we started this call that you're supposed to equip their persona uh, type before you hang out with them for a bonus. Okay. So I'm like rank four with him, rank three maybe. That's okay. Uh, um, I I can't tell if how far I am with the social links is because I'm playing it on easiest difficulty or not. I don't know how much that affects how fast the social links progress because I talked to John a few weeks ago about like social link stuff and like by the end of the game he only maxed out like two or three people um and he played on normal granted i don't know i played the game so i don't know the whole story but like i don't know it (laughs) i've heard from people who are like yeah the like dramatic thing where they like have the max social links cheer the main protagonist on the at the end of the game was like anticlimactic for some people um so i don't know that makes me feel like maybe I'm moving through the social links at a faster pace than most people, but I can't be sure. Right. They, uh, they're affected by a bunch of stuff though. It's like, it's which equi- uh, persona you have equipped. It is, yeah. um, like what time you hang out with them. Once you unlock different places to hang out, it's that also. Yeah. It's, it's where you, yeah. Where you hang out with them, which is, I like that a lot. That whole like hanging out some, with some place because, uh, I feel like in previous Persona games, if you weren't going to level up with them, you would just have a weird filler scene that didn't really do anything. And now now it's more like, okay, we're hanging out, and here's some little bit of dialogue, which uh, felt good. Like, it didn't feel like the game was wasting my time being like, okay, I'm just going to button through this, whatever. It actually felt like there was some character development happening in some of those smaller pieces. Right, exactly. You're getting some, like, bespoke dialogue instead of, like, what happens every time I hang out with the uncle, which is just, you guys worked on coffee together. He thinks you're great. Right. Right. No level up ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that stuff, I've been like looking up guides to see when you are about to level up and you have the long conversation with them, each dialogue response gets you different, like little musical notes. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just like look that up before the conversation to make sure I get the maximum. Uh, and I'm still not very high with anybody. Although Ryuji, okay. yeah, I think I'm like four. Right. Okay. All right. Um, can't he hmm. is Ryuji's basically yeah Ryuji's fine. He's like doing sports stuff, and you go train with him, and then you yeah. get to eat ramen with him, and that's fun. Yeah, the whole thing was it, the whole thing they're doing like the whole like they're exploring like the track storyline. The fact that Kamoshida shut down the the track team because of him, and they're just exploring that more in the social link. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Which I don't, I don't hate him. I don't think he's anything special either. I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate I'm, him either. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of neutral on it. I don't use him in combat much anymore, and he, as a character, right, is not interesting that. to me. So I like disregard him practically. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to on next. Yes, this one takes some legwork to start. Yep, you got to get. Was it? Is it kindness or? It's, I think it's kindness or something like that, or charm. I don't know. I w- something stupid. I was le- <laughs> I was leveling guts for the whole first half of this because I thought <laughs> yep. you needed guts yep. two for something. What do you need? You need guts two to. You need guts for Doctor Woman. I forgot her name. Guts two for Doctor. I think that's Takemi. Um, and guts for the gun shop owner. She still don't fucking have. There's so much well, guts yeah, to it's... talk to the gun guy. Well. I think that might be a later game one because it's like a tier above what you can possibly be right now. So that might be a later game one or a new game plus thing. But, but, yeah, because when I uh, 
when I uh, I I love hit I love a love hate relationship with the online like see what people did today button because mm-hmm. on one hand it trivializes all of the questions in class because it's always 98 percent of people pick this one. Oh right i forgot you can look at that yeah. i've been googling it and you do not have to google googling it answers is really dumb because people <laughs> have written up like multiple character per- per- sorry multiple paragraph explanations for what the answer is but they're clearly just filler text it's just like you in persona 5 you get asked quiz questions one of the quiz questions which is on this date might ask you and it like has the question and it like go like two or three sentences of explaining what the question is and and that's just and the answer like, and then like hidden somewhere paragraph is the answer and then <laughs> no joke i one of the ending paragraphs is like, you won't get this just on any random day. The day you get this is on, like, the date of the... And it's like, I know. If I'm Googling, I know what date it's on. I'm on the I'm day, obviously. The game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, Persona 5 is at its age now where, like, the internet has... The people have written actual guides for it. But then also those, like, weird spammy websites <laughs> yeah. have made, like, yeah. quote guides where it's just placeholder text with shit replaced. <laughs> Yeah, like one of the websites I was using was like, "Here's a guide to the confidants. Here's three of them on one web page," and I'm like, "Why don't you just list all of them?" The answer is, ad views. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I've been yeah, I've been using guides to look all that stuff up. And to answer your original question, on is requiring kindness too. So okay, what's funny is like, she is found in the the underground mall, uh, and. Okay. The way you level up kindness, the most easiest way to do it is to go work at the flower shop, which is two feet away from her. So I, I got a job. I now have oh, – I think I have every job, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> I have all the jobs. I only got the oh, – I'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Uh, you can just go to the job board, pick a job, and then you're, yay, you got it. You can work whenever yeah. you want or not. Uh, and the flower shop lets you get kindness every day in the morning or at night. So you can mm-hmm. – I don't know if you can work there twice a day. That would be interesting to look at. But – through that, I hit kindness too very quickly, and then you can hang out with On and her. Her social link's fun. You go to the park, yeah. You egg her on to be self confident uh, and to like herself. I like that a lot. I like that scene a lot where she's just like, "Yeah, insult me, fuck me up, Doc," and you're like, "You're and great, like the you're dialogue bad. choices are just like you can be mean. You can also be like, this isn't gonna work.' <laughs> I like that a lot. Or like. You're bad, and she's like, "No, yeah, give me more of that." And you're like, "You're, <laughs> you're yeah, that thing you just, said was dumb." Yeah, I like how it's just like the most basic insults too. Like, "You're bad." Yeah, like, <laughs> it's amazing. She's like standing up on this park bench, like excited. Ah, I'm happy you're happy. On that's great. Yeah. Um. So you hang out with her, and then that stuff is supposed to be leading to a romance option, but I've just been enjoying it as a fun. Yeah, friendship. me too. I don't plan on romancing on i don't really know who i care about romancing very much maybe the doctor just because she's cool maybe i don't know i don't know enough the characters yet i mean i'm leaning towards makoto because i like her aesthetic yeah she's cute i don't know she's extremely cute for sure (laughs) yeah uh spoilers she's gonna become a a friend oh it's the most obvious thing in the world whenever they're named and they have a portrait and they're a teenager they're gonna become a party member except mishima he's terrible um (laughs) So on, yeah, you get to have a fun time. So on, does anything interesting happen with her at the point where you're at? Because you said you're a little bit further into her length. Uh, there's more. They explore the fact that she was a model. Oh right, she like lived in yeah. Finland. 
uh, something like that. And she moved to the city, right? Yeah. Uh, and they have that moment. Yeah, because both of, like, your protagonists also moved to the city, so. Right. Um, and they explore that thread further. I don't know. I don't want to say anything yeah. other than that. It goes places. I think that's that's all of the party members. I mean, Morgana, you only level up through the main story. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, it's the Teddy effect. Yeah, you just level it up when it's supposed to level up. Igor, basically same thing. Whatever. Right. I'm not going to, like, learn about Igor's past. <laughs> like, no. There are a decent number of social links in this game that just feel like checklists. Like, oh, you did something, so now you get an Igor. Or, like, the twins... The have you unlocked the twin social link? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, it was funny because I immediately like the first request that they had. I had in my inventory, so I just did that immediately. Um, Same, and then I didn't have the second I, one, and I was like, I don't want right. to do this. Right. Yeah. This requires me to care about fusing and like try with the fusing mechanic, and I do not. I just want to make the cool looking persona. I don't want to like make right. the perfect. Uh, what is it? The one from uh, Persona Four Golden? It was like Alice. Uh. Oh, I don't know. There's like a quadruple fusion of all of the hardest to acquire persona in the game, and then she's just invincible. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah. Um, who else is a minor uh, confidant? We have uh, the uncle, who still hasn't gone anywhere, although he keeps hinting right. at like a dark past involving a woman, and he's in like a I noir story. I haven't talked, I haven't hung out with them at all, and I don't know when you can. I could probably look that up, but yeah. I haven't done his social link since the last time. He... He can't. He doesn't text you because he's an old guy. So, which is funny because uh, Bernie Sanders can text you, but um, you just have to find him when you go home, and then sometimes he talks to you. It's literally. It's just gonna be like he has a past with involving a woman. Like his story, like doesn't look like it's going anywhere cool. And then, but you do want to level his though eventually because you can make better coffee, and coffee is the easiest way to get more SP in dungeons. Uh, mm. So I have like damn fine coffee, damn fine cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. And you get to brew coffee with Morgana, and that those little scenes are fun. Okay. Uh, I guess let's just talk about Bernie Sanders, um, whose name is yep. not that. We're joking because it's basically that. Yeah, kind of. Um, so he is a politician who stands outside of the station, the subway station, and yells about uh, how the government could do better and how things have gone to hell and stuff like that. The youth are being kinda, manipulated. Yeah, very yeah, very like useful angle. Of basically, the politics of this game of the youth being exploited by uh, adults, um, and you go up and talk to him, and well, okay, you go up to talk to him, and it's like you can't talk to this person. You got to do something else. So you sign up for a job at the beef bowl restaurant, yeah. um, which I didn't know how to do until I looked it up, and it's like oh, there's posters on the subway station and you read them and you can sign up for a job and you get a job immediately after calling them and that's not how jobs work (laughs) it is not how jobs work at all and you can work whenever you want that's also not how jobs Mm. work but um so you work at the beef bowl place and like the second night you work there you see the politician and he talks and the politician sees you working hard and having difficulty and stuff and takes note of that uh and then you can go back to him on the station uh, and talk to him there and that sort of launches that uh social link where you sort of help him out with this or you like stand and hold up a sign while he gives speeches and like observe people just hating him relentlessly um and uh, until it's revealed that like in this past he like extorted money from the his party or something like that he's a criminal um and like he called he like yelled at 
a, con- a constituent. He called a constituent stupid at like a town hall meeting yeah. or something like that. Um, and he did one other thing that I don't remember what it was. Uh, point oh, he is, went on vacation he had, instead of going to a meeting. Right. Which is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, politicians do that all the time <laughs> today. And nobody really seems to get up too up in arms about it. Our president so. has gone on like more golf trips than like any other sitting president in history ever. <laughs> fucking was it Rubio who like straight up like missed fucking bills and was just away for no anyway uh (laughs) that was the least believable one everything else would seem believable um so yeah that reveals why people sort of hate him and they hate him because of his reputation and stuff which uh the result of that also uh resulted in like one of my favorite line readings so far in this game which i have a recording of and i'm just gonna play it right now so righteous that really annoys me. <laughs> so righteous. Like, he sounded like he was doing a surfer dude, and then they were like, no, 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 you have to be an asshole. <laughs> Don't. My, my favorite is just like, he's he's like, he does the ugh twice for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this but, weird bad yeah. bystander who hates uh, Yoshida. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I like that thread so far i don't know if he's a good dude but uh it's a fun thread to follow especially in this game that is in certain parts politically charged and we are literally talking to a politician i wonder interested in seeing how that shakes out it's also he's such a good example of like adults being bad in this game but not all of them are bad for bad reasons like he's bad because he made mistakes and he has low self-confidence and you, the player, right. can tell him, like, you're fine. You're allowed to recover from your mistakes and be a human being. Like, you don't have to hate yourself and let people get mm-hmm. to you. Um, we're going to talk on, on Fireside Friends at some point about, or very soon, actually, about uh, Fooly Cooly, which has a lot of shitty adults on it. And I was, like, weirdly connecting to that when I was following his thread. Like, oh, man, adults suck, in, <laughs> according to Japan. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, like, I had a scene where he met another another like guy came up to him from his past and they had like a whole long conversation um his social link i don't love though just because it only ever pops when he wants to level like when he wants to talk with you you can't just like go hang out with him which makes sense right. but like there are certain social links that you can just level whenever you have free time like the uncle uh and then his is like no he if you go up to him when he's not available he goes don't you don't hang out with me right now mm. i only need you when i need you uh, but I guess that's because you right. kind of work for him and he doesn't want to like pay you even though he doesn't pay you. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, his, his, his social link goes pretty slowly cause it only happens when the game wants it to happen. Yeah. That's okay. Though. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of social links in this game, so that's, I don't mind it too much. One would argue too many. I always, I am like constantly plagued by indecision of like, fuck, who do I hang out with? What do I want? Who do I want to talk to? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go on to. I don't remember her name, but the teacher. Oh, boy. <laughs> I Okay, I kind of like this one. I hate... I do, too, though, is the okay, thing. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like the requirements of it. and I it, No. Um, but I think it's really funny and very well written. So, if John didn't say, hey, do the maid storyline when you get to it, because it's going to lead to some stuff. If I wasn't told that, I don't know if I would <laughs> ever touch this thing. Uh, but then once it reveals itself, I'm glad I 
did it. Yeah, it's it, it's one of the ones that unlocks on a specific date where Ryuji gets like sees a poster that says like a maid service can come to your house and do whatever you want and he's like, "Oh, you guys want to like rent out this em- or get this empty apartment in my house complex and like order a maid and make yeah. her do sex stuff?" And you're like, "Oh, gross." And the machine was like, "Oh, me too. I love sex stuff. Can I come?" <laughs> Yeah, fucking Mishima, goddamn it. Just, he just butts in. He's like, I'm coming too, right? And they're like, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's only between you and Ryuji and, and Mishima. It's just like, hey, guys, what are you talking about? Oh, mates? Hell yeah. Yeah, I love mates. <laughs> I, research, right? We're doing it for research. Which is, again, kind of queer baiting where they're like, oh, don't you want to see the boobs? And he's like, no, no, it's for research. Like, fucking <laughs> cheers. <laughs> but no, actually, that's like the opposite. That's just like straight baiting. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, Mishima obviously just wants to get like extremely, or yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like the next day or whatever, you can go out at night and you hang out with them, and then they call the maid. The two of them chicken call, out instantly. Yeah, yeah, they chicken out, and you call the maid. You call the service, and they send you Becky. Uh, what? They, they, no, they send you some a girl named Becky, and okay. you're like, wait, who? Okay, that's a lady who has like pigtails, and she's kind of nice. And okay, she asks yeah. you how old you are, and then what did you say? Did you what did you answer that question with? Oh, I said I was in college. Okay, I said I was a dad because I was like, how stupid can this get? <laughs> yeah, that was a good choice. <laughs> she, it was like I'm in high school, I'm in college, I'm a dad. I'm a dad. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Happy everyone. Father's Day. And uh, I'm assuming high school kid is like the standard answer. And then uh, if you say I'm a dad, she goes, "Wow, you have such great skin for a dad." <laughs> Like, the fuck? God damn, what? And then she's like, wait, are you lying to my face? And then she hears their last names, and she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, these are my students. Oh, no, I'm right. your homeroom teacher. Right. Uh, this is awkward. My name's not Becky at all. And uh, right. she basically makes you promise to not tell anyone. But she's like, oh, but you can always call me, and if you want to hire me to do your maid stuff, like, we can figure something out. And it's, yeah. like, vaguely flirty, but more of, like, a this is mutually beneficial to both of us. Like, let's don't, don't fuck right. this up for me. This right. is my night job, which is a very real, like bit of character. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing I like about the social link is that the more you kind of invite her over, which like, I don't understand. He invites her to you. The protagonist of the game invites her to your like place that you live in. Yeah. The old dude doesn't, I don't understand wh- well, how is the owner okay with the that? Old, the owner leaves at night. Yeah, but I assume like there's a there's a window where like they could run into each other or something. I <laughs> like, I think I don't know. I think the only justification is like she comes very late and the owner probably leaves at like sure. ten and then she comes at like midnight. Like she comes late. Sure. sure. Something like that. Uh, yeah, but when you're jumping to like the text conversation when the owner's done, it's silly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I really like the fact that she's mostly just doing it for money because she has to have two jobs because she has to pay for, is it her sister's bills or something like that? Um, I didn't get far enough to see that, but yes. Okay, yeah. There's. Sorry for spoiling it. Um, But it goes further where, like, she needs money. She's, like, desperately needs money and is working two jobs. Um, And some of the teachers are onto her. Well, some. uh, It's a thing. Um, but she's doing it for money and she needs it, which feel it's, like you said, it's a very real thing. And that's what I like about this specifically where it's like, okay, the politics of this game is actually doing something within the social links, 
but it's also working within this like super shitty like male gaze yeah, uh, yeah. kind of the way like the plot starts uh is really shitty and bad um there is good within it but uh the way the like lens in which you view it is super gross yeah yeah though because the way it um what am i trying to say there's a great moment where you like to start it you have to talk to her outside of the, the teacher's lounge which it took me like 10 minutes to find the teacher's right, lounge. right 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 and oh my god yeah it yeah. sucks i had to google it the the other teacher is like you're bad you why are you staying right. late every night yes exactly and then you like go up and ask her a question and then and then the teacher was talking to her immediately flips she's like oh you're asking a student are you answering a question that a student asked model teacher perfect teacher best teacher <laughs> like how shitty are the teachers here shitty adults <laughs> continuing that theme again yeah yeah um and then yeah so the thing i again i agree with you that i love about it is your character is trying to level you and they expect you the player to be leveling the social link like oh we're actually gonna get to do sex stuff but like you said the more you level it the more she's like no but actually i want to help you like improve your life and let you like i understand your home life is hard so i'm gonna make school time easier for you and also pay me Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like you cannot love her social language at least the first couple times without paying her like a sizable chunk, like five thousand yen, which is not nothing at this point in the game. Well, unless you're playing it on easy mode and you're like defeated enough money for sure, you're racking up cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I the reason I burn all my money is as soon as I finish a dungeon, I buy all the guns and all of the melee weapons, and right. then I have no money forever. Uh, but yeah, I like that about her story. I'm I'm very curious to see where that one goes. Um, me too. I know I I'm curious if it goes further into the maybe she's gonna have sex with you but that'd be weird because that's underage stuff and that's <sighs> creepy but it's I don't know Persona's done stuff like that before the it nurse has, from Persona for 4 sure. <clears throat> yeah it has it's totally that's exactly what I worry about is that it's gonna be the nurse from Persona 4 where it's just like you're you're doing a jailbait thing that's stop it's not oh, at the same time that's sort of the same thing with the doctor too right the doctor one I yeah it is definitely like a because it can become a romance um the yeah. point of it that I'm at at this point is just cool because like I work at a pharmacy and it's really fun to see somebody be a pharmacist in a video game and like talk about how they. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the doctor. Then. Yeah. Dr. Takemi. She's the goth doctor. Gother sells you drugs, <laughs> but also can do clinical trials on you. If you have guts two and up, um, that's fun. That's cool. That she's just like, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick this thing's going to knock you out for like an hour. Are you okay with that? And you're like, yeah, put drugs in me. <laughs> Sure. She's very honest with you. Um, yeah. And then she's... And then we learn more about her background, her, like, previous experiences practicing. Again, similar to the politician where she was disgraced by her colleagues. Right. Um, and called the plague or whatever because she made a mistake once and then they, like, harped on her on that forever. Uh, Did you get to the part where uh, more about that was learned? Uh, not more pre- knowledge about the play. No, okay. not not a lot. I, the last one I got okay. was when the girl comes in with bronchitis and she gives her the drug that like fixes okay, the bronchitis. Cool. Yeah. All right. There's more to it. But. I liked the scene where you go to the park with her and she's like, "Jump in the water," and you're like, "What?" She's like, "No, I'm just kidding. Actually, run 5k. Right. Run a 5k. Right. <laughs> not kidding. Go do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was she's good. just kicking your ass. Like this. So I love that so many of the adult women relationships in this game are about the player and the main character being like, this is going to go well for me. And then the woman is like, no, 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 fuck off. Like do my shit for me. You work for me. Right. (laughs) Either pay me or do Uh, my work. Which I, the game is going to reward you by letting you date her 
which is right. Shitty. It's not going to pay off well, but for now, like on the road to that, it feels it feels good. Yeah, to just like have her instruct you, and then you are just unwillingly like t- ingesting all these horrible poisons. <laughs> um, you're just like knocked out for the rest of the yeah. day. And you just, she's like, maybe yeah. you won't even wake up tomorrow. You're like, what? Huh? And glug, glug, glug. And he does it. I just love that he does it. Is that all in the way of social links for now? I think I'm trying to rack my brain thinking of anything else. I don't want to yeah. like look up ones because then I'm just going to see all the other ones too right. that we haven't right. found yet. Um, we were like we said, that's all I can remember. Those are the main ones that I spent my time with, and then like yeah, doing odd jobs. Uh, I let's talk about uh, like stuff within the world. Um, have you gotten a chance to go to the movie theater at all? Yeah, I saw the Cake Night Rises. That's the best. They voiced those lines. I'm so happy they voiced the whole thing. It's like, remember? It's like, do you know why I use pies instead of cakes? <laughs> yeah, like there's like more flavor or something, like more texture, and then I use them to. And then it's like a long moment of quiet, and then Ryuji's like, "That was so emotional, I nearly cried." <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's so good. It's like I love it. In 2008, everyone was blown away that you could watch a full 15-minute movie in GTA 4. And now it's like, no, this is like a minute long, but it's actually 10 times funnier and more clever than anything. Yeah, because it's just like someone just bullshitted just like really funny fake like movie ideas. <laughs> just the most rid- It reminds me of like the movie posters, like the fake movie posters in Scott Pilgrim, where it's just like these ridiculous movie concepts. Right, and they just made a whole um, scene out of that and had fun like yeah. bullshitting on Mike. Um yeah, it's really funny. I, I like that. I stuff. love going to the movie theater. I the jobs are appropriately boring. The flower job occasionally lets you um like pick flowers in like elegant ways, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Um, what other jobs are there? The, the 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 burger one I don't really do much. I do the burger challenge a lot because it gives you guts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but now it's like you need more guts proficiency and other things to do better at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the only job I've done is the beef one. Because I want only really wanted to talk to the politician, uh, the politician. Yeah. Uh, but like the like recalling like who what who ordered what is whatever it's not it doesn't really matter. It's a non. I think it affects how much money you get, but whatever. Right. Again, you're rolling in it, so it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. What other ones are there? There's jobs. Do you? I like the whole like you can study in the. I love the mechanic of being able to study in the library. And the fact that that gives you guts because your character is an outcast right. and people hate you. So it takes guts to sit in a public space. Mm-hmm. Like just that the matter of existing and trying to work is like, wow, that was really cool of you and tough. But as soon as I read that, like, no, going to the diner and drinking coffee at the diner is actually a guaranteed knowledge and guts increase. As long as mm-hmm. you have the money for it, it's like a better option than ever studying in the classroom. Hmm. Okay. So... I do like studying the class or in the library every once in a while, but the diner, like if you have the 400 or whatever for it, it's not, uh, it's not a bad option yeah. and you can get books. Have you read any good books? I don't think so. I might've read the same captain kid book that you did. Cause I remember reading something about the pirates. Um, there was something else. I don't remember what it was. I just remember the stat that was associated with it because I was just looking at the stats for the social links that I needed. Yeah, I've been like chewing through books because A, that's the closest thing I can get to actually role playing this game because I read books on the train a lot. 
and B, they are the best ways to quickly increase stats because they only take two. They usually only like two reading sessions, and mm-hmm. they don't cost you any time. So as long as you constantly are buying new books and finishing other books, or you can actually borrow books from the library if you go to the reception desk, uh, then you can. Even on days where you're not going to like study or something, you can get stat boosts and all of that fun stuff, like big stat boosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the batting cages, I keep seeing is like the top thing people are doing, which I oh I haven't been there yet. I don't think I bitch. I might have been there one. The all the batting cages are is it's a little mini game where you aim the bat and then hit X when it comes at you. Right, I did that once and I'm like, this is boring. Yeah, I think people are doing that a because it's a it's actually a gameplay mechanic. Um, and then also it's the only, it's like the only way to get proficiency. I don't know any other way to get proficiency. Oh, true. Or I guess making lock picks at night, which fuck Ryan, I need to make more lock picks. Oh God. I hate that. I hate that. Th- I hate that. That's a mechanic. Even on the easiest difficulty, you have to make lock picks because you're going to run into like six glowing. It's like a, it almost feels like a weird free to play thing where it's like, look at the glowing chest you can't have. Spend more time making fucking lockpicks. Like, uh, that's time I could have been spending doing push-ups or hanging out with the Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I feel more struggle choosing what to do at night than to choosing what to do during the day. Because sure. during the day, it's like, hang out with friends. Uh, what else am I going to do? Like, maybe study once. But at night, it's like, no, there are three social links that only are up at night, and I want to do all of them. <laughs> like, this sucks. Right. Yeah. But I like... I just, I think we talked about this the first time. The fact that you have to unlock being able to leave the first neighborhood is cool. Mm-hmm. But we both unlocked mm-hmm. this before the second, it unlocks before the second dungeon even starts. Like, it's not right. hard. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, dungeon stuff, do you want to know what the worst line I've ever heard in this game is? What's that? I don't know if you've came across it yet. I was doing mementos. Mm-hmm. I was doing, like, some of the side missions. And Anne complains about like driving on the bumpy tracks or whatever right and then morgana is like ah yes the i love uh feeling the firm uh oh something stupid but anyway it was like a firm touch of on's butt he likes or whatever. her ass and it's just yeah it's just so stupid yeah those the mementos is full of like little incidental dialogue that you can listen to that's all kind of dumb it's just like ryuji being like i'm tired or on being like i want sweets i my butt hurts and you're like this is all worthless it's bad it's really bad i need to just spend a couple days doing mementos to do the side missions and uh level because uh even though we're playing on easy i like to keep up with the player's average level it's another thing you can check when you hit the touchpad but i'm one Mm -hmm. everyone else is level 19 where we are right now and we i am level 18 I'm like level 24. Oh my god. Oh my god. Maybe <laughs> I should just turn it out to easier. Oh, fuck. If it means you're getting yeah. social links faster, if we can confirm that, then I'm absolutely doing it. I just want those. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, that seems but... really strange. Yeah. Um, it also makes combat easier because I'm just like, yo, I'm going to shoot a dude for no reason because you maxed my, you upgraded my social link to five. And I'm like, word. Okay. Thanks, Shout out to you. You have your AOE gun and it's great. Yeah. And every time I need to kill one pixie, it misses and never shoots the one pixie, and I hate it. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. The random nature of some of that stuff is really frustrating. Like, you're on an amazing streak, and then you miss, and then the enemy crits, and you're, now you're on a losing streak, and you're like, what the fuck? I, I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, I'm just losing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can always recover from that when you're playing on easy, like us. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. I recommend it to everyone. For sure. 
especially for an old game as long as this. Yeah, that's that was the other like conclusion from this whole second arc was if the dungeon stays short and the game is still easy, then I can finish this game. Yes. So that is for sure. a hard confirmation that we're going to be going all the way. For sure. Anything else you want to say about Persona 5? For Part 2? Um, not really. I, I like the social uh, like section just because it feels similar to real life where you can just like days can go by where you're like, I have to do one thing. It's going to take me days to do it. Um, which is very similar to real life. You're like, I know I want to like get this item or get this social link up. I have to spend days doing it. Even though in this game, days can, days can go by anywhere from like one minute to 15 minutes, depending on how much dialogue you hit, but they can just, they can just go and go and go. And then you find yourself like two weeks later, like I completed almost a month of, uh, this game's timeline calendar or whatever in the last two hours. Because it once you get into that loop, it just flies. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you don't have anything to do story wise. Uh, right, right. Dungeon stuff. You just the yeah. game is it meant you're you're supposed to use your days to go into the dungeon and then your nights to do social stuff, and then use your remaining right. time to spend your days hanging with people. But we just played the game our way and uh, mm-hmm. found us. I had like like I said like sixteen days of just yeah. just fun. It felt really good and refreshing after doing gameplay stuff yeah so i will say that this game feels really like this game could have done the hitman thing of like putting out a dungeon a week or whatever like an episodic thing way into that because it feels it feels really episodic to me i've been playing it like that where it's like okay i'm gonna do like and even the way we're doing this podcast is like we're doing like a twin peaks recap or something where it's like okay we're gonna do this dungeon we're gonna hit like these specific like character beats and stuff like that so it feels the way i've been playing it has been like really off and on but i feel like the game kind of invites that in a way in terms of its structure yeah i think so too and it's just like the fact that we can spend this whole episode talking about different people and characters is i'm so glad we hit this point because so much of the beginning of the game was like i know i'm gonna meet people but right now i'm just doing the same two things i don't really have options i have like the illusion of choice but now we actually have a lot of options every time a day starts Mm -hmm. you gotta spend it well but persona tells us it tries to teach us there's no wrong way to spend your time nothing you can do that takes time in this game is a waste Mm -hmm. uh, except hanging out with mishima unless you're trying to min max shit yeah in which case go ahead i'm not that person we're in it for the story and for the visuals and for the aesthetic and that's that's the game it's uh it's anime pokemon as you described it which is funny because pokemon is anime no, I said it was like a more darker, over-the-top Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a that's a very accurate description. Yeah. So, um, we're going to... Tr- yeah, we're going to be trying to hit a more steady release schedule with these. Yeah. Yeah, more... I mean, we want to be more consistent with this. We'll probably be playing this game a lot more. Consi- I haven't really touched this game a lot. Um, and at some point, I was just like, well, I need to do this. Because I told myself I was going to do this, so I should play this game. Um, so we'll be more consistent with uh, how we're going to play the game. Um, if we can manage it, I would like to do one a dungeon because we've spent like an hour talking about just just the one section of the game. So maybe we can do something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think well, because part of this, the purpose of us making Persona Non Grata is like both of us know this. Done. This game is very long. If we do not tell ourselves that something like we have to hit a threshold every once in a while, every month or so, <laughs> we're not going to finish it. 
So yep. in a way, we didn't tell ourselves we have to be done with Dungeon 2 by a certain point, and that's part of why it took so long. But um, we're going to try and hit a vague deadline of like about a month from now, you think, for Dungeon 3? Maybe less? Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. Who knows? But like a month at the most. So before the end of July, middle of July. Yes. Um, we will have completed Dungeon 3, so complete that. Um, we will. You, if you're listening to this, you already have because we will have beat Persona 5 by Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, what is it? We have like six more dungeons. So uh, I'll see you at the end of the year <laughs> when we have finished Persona 5. Yep. Which is cr- Oh, that's so crazy to think about. Oh, my brain. <laughs> but yeah, we're sticking with it. Um, and the Persona team, the Love Rangers and the Socialists, carry on another day. <laughs> Indeed. Um, oh yeah, the the percentage or whatever during the loading screens, that's like people that believe in you. Very satisfying to see that go from like very 8% good. to 20%. Yes. I'm like, yes! And the messages remain to be very Yeah, good. they're written in perfect, perfect internet speak. Yes. So yeah, I think... If you're if, if you're interested in seeing where we're going next month, uh, finish the third dungeon. We're going on a school trip. We're gonna probably fight a celebrity. Expect more talk about dungeon mechanics, bosses, social links, the doctor, uh, politics. politics, queer subtext, queer baiting, bad politics, <laughs> awkwardness, <laughs> bad writing, good writing, fun times. Teens. Sexism. These teens are going to save the world, Ryan. And then we're going to find out why all of these old men are really angry about uh, the the rangers, the love rangers, figuring stuff out. There's like all those old men that are like telling people like it's like a bunch of old men in suits that seem like they're up to some very suspicious shit in the background. Yeah. And they're all yelling at Makoto. And she's like, I'm doing my best. I'm the school president. Fuck you guys. Oh, shit. We didn't talk about Makoto. Fuck. There isn't there isn't much yet. Basically, yeah, Makoto is the school president. She knows what's going on. She's like Harriet the spy. She seems cool. She's starting to not take the principal shit, and it's great. Yeah, and I want to see more of her. We just we anyway. just hit that turn. She is she probably the the person for dungeon number three? I hope so because I want her in the party right now. There's that really cool thing where they do where like the second like her plot starts going, she's like following you as you're going through the city. Or at least the school. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. You, like, turn around and you see her there and you can, like, walk up to her and she's like, oh, this book is really nice. Uh, coincidence that you're here. I don't know. And it's really yeah, cool. Like, yeah. It's really endearing. I am so excited yeah. to see more of Makoto. She's, she's wonderful. And hopefully, yeah. yeah, Yusuke Social Link holding out for that one. And I'm going to remember to equip the right personas next time <laughs> on Persona Non Grata. Thank you so much for listening to episode two. Uh, you can find me not on Twitter or on any social media. Um, I can be found on other podcasts. In addition to Fireside Friends, the host podcast of this show. Uh, I can also be found on Chats, a television podcast, which is found wherever you listen to podcasts. It is similarly uh, broken up into chunks, but we're literally talking about episodes of a TV show. In this case, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. We just started season two. Very fun, fun, fun times. Ryan, what about you? Uh, you can find me on talk at talk the. You can find me on Twitter at Taco Detective, um, and then I want to plug the Fireside Friends Patreon. <gasps> uh, we just put up some new stretch goals uh, for our mount, um, so I'm just gonna list them out real quick for thirty dollars. We okay. We right now uh, we have fifteen dollars that we're earning from Patreon. Uh, Shoutouts to David, Brenna, and M for helping us out with that. Thank you so much. That really means a whole lot. Um, 
And so stretch goals for right now are if we hit $30 a month, we'll do monthly live streams. Where we'll play a game. We'll talk over it. We'll have some fun uh, live streaming at least once a month. Uh, $60, we'll do Let's Play videos on YouTube, so we'll play through some games. Uh, it's sort of a more formal format than like a live stream. More, 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 uh, structured. A live stream is, a live, oh, yes, yeah, structured. A live stream is more having fun and improv, and a Let's Play video is more, here's this game, let's talk about this game. Um, and then at $80 a month, we'll do what you do on uh, Scape Chats or just chats as it is right now, uh, where we just watch a show and talk about it episode by episode, sort of like what we're doing now with Persona, except it's at an actual TV show. Um, and then $100, we'll do uh, live streams. Our podcast will be live streams, live streamed and uploaded to yeah. YouTube. Um, so yeah, those are all our stretch goals. And if you want to help us out uh, getting there, you can go to patreon.com slash fireside friends. Uh, don't mind the, the ugly new Patreon logo. That's really bad. Um, the rest of the layout's good, but the, the logo is bad. Did you did you see the new Patreon logo? I haven't. You should I want your I watch your reactions to it on the stream. Let's okay, go. Hold on. Uh, Google, Google, you can do it. The rest of the redesign of the site looks really good and it's really useful for how we're gonna use Patreon. The logo is bad. They shouldn't have changed it. It's not this text one, is it? No, it's not. Brand new logo for Patreon. What could this look like? Oh my god, it is this just weird text at the line? <laughs> this is so lazy. I was like, this is a fake one. This is like, an, like a parody or something, right? <laughs> no, that's it. It's just a line with the word Patreon with like a shitty Helvetica. Ugh. Patreon, Patreon, you're a great service, but the I liked the bad. orange P. I'm sorry, everybody did, and it's recognizable as Patreon. Yeah. If you show that logo, you know it's pa- anyway. That's not what. Anyway, thanks for listening. We gotta go. We gotta end this. Keep on, uh, uh, drive, dr- dr- keep on driving through mementos. There you go. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs>